Hello, everyone. I'm Zachary Wolf. I'm a senior writer for CNN Politics, and I'm in for David Chalian today. I write the What Matters newsletter for CNN. Please do subscribe. David's out until March, so prepare to hear from some new voices like mine on the podcast in the coming weeks. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, February 14th. Happy Valentine's Day. Listen to this. Quote, we are seeing in real time voters' votes being rejected. Those were the words of a Texas County election official as early primary voting in the state kicks off today. Texas is coming to terms with its new election law and a lot of voters are having trouble. CNN's Frederica Schouten has a very good story about the difficulty a lot of Texans are facing as they apply for absentee ballots. It includes this quote from a woman named Pam Gaskins. She's a Houston area retiree. It took her three tries to get a successful application for an absentee ballot. She said, quote, I have a degree in English from the University of Texas at Austin. I know how to read and follow directions, and I'm determined. I'm convinced that a lot of people who get these rejection letters will just give up. Let's back up. What Gaskins is talking about are requirements in this new law from Texas. It was pushed by Republicans in the state. There are similar laws throughout the country. But what it does is make it ever so slightly more difficult to vote. And the idea from the Republicans that pushed the law is that it would make things more secure. Texas Governor Greg Abbott actually said it would do two things. Take a listen to this. It does make it easier than ever before for anybody to go cast a ballot. It does also, however, make sure that it is harder for people to cheat at the ballot box in Texas. We got that sound from KLTV. He promised it would make things easier as well as making them more secure, but people like Pam Gaskins are having trouble, and they're worried it's going to cut down on the number of people voting in the state. Opponents say the provision will disproportionately restrict voting access for marginalized voters, particularly people of color and those with disabilities. The law imposes a bunch of changes in a state that already had some of the strictest voting regulations in the country. For instance, it bans 24-hour voting. This specifically targets Harris County, which is home to Houston. Houston had offered all-day and all-night voting during the pandemic in 2020 at some locations. The law now limits early voting to between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. It bans drive through voting. This was another tool used in Harris County to increase turnout. The county had 10 drive through centers in 2020. It includes new vote-by-mail ID mandates. This is what got Gaskins. Texans voting by mail now need to provide either their driver's license number or the last four digits of their social security number twice. Gaskins got foiled because the number she used didn't match what she used 46 years ago, which was the first time she registered to vote. It bans officials from mailing absentee ballot applications to voters who haven't requested them. It empowers poll watchers. These are the people who go into voting places to make sure there are no shenanigans going on, but a lot of people think that they can pressure voters or intimidate them. These new restrictions passed in Texas because the state's legislature is controlled by Republicans. And Texas is one of many Republican-controlled states that have jumped on the Trump big lie bandwagon questioning the 2020 election results. Republicans in that state have used it to try to limit access at the ballot box. Mike Collier is a Democrat running for lieutenant governor in the state. He told CNN he believes the law was passed partly because Texas Republicans are feeling the political tides turning against them, especially in the biggest cities, which now vote overwhelmingly Democratic. They don't want to lose their grip on power, and they will assault democracy 
in order to retain power. And I think that's very, very dangerous. How do Texans feel about the direction the state took in its voting laws? They're mixed. According to recent polling from the University of Texas and Texas Politics Project, overall 30% want the laws made even more strict. 29% say they should be less strict, and 31% think they should be left as they are now. The changes have already resulted in higher-than-usual rejection rates for absentee ballot applications. In Harris County, for example, 40% of the mailed ballots received by election officials through late last week were flagged for problems. Virtually all were missing ID, numbers, and signatures that are now required. That's hundreds of mailed ballots flagged in a reliably blue county. Scouten interviewed the top election official in Harris County, Isabel Longoria. She's the one who said that we're seeing voters' votes being rejected in real time. Longoria sued to block the provision that bars public officials from soliciting absentee ballot applications. On Friday night, a federal judge sided with her and issued a preliminary injunction that temporarily blocks prosecutors in Harris County and two other jurisdictions from pursuing criminal charges against election workers who encourage absentee voting. There's a lot at stake for Texas with this new law. For starters, the governor's race. The incumbent Republican governor, Greg Abbott, is seeking another term among a semi-crowded primary field, but he's the early favorite, I would say. And Beto O'Rourke is the former Democratic congressman. He's a favorite to challenge whoever wins that GOP primary. Six other statewide offices are up for grabs, too, along with contests for state legislative and congressional seats and other local positions. Early in-person voting runs through February 25th. The final day of voting in the primary is March 1st. How do we get here? Some argue it's because the federal government failed to pass legislation last month that would counteract these restrictive laws. This primary in Texas is going to be among the first tests of these new laws, and it'll be a good indicator of whether Americans' voting rights will be hindered in 2022. The bottom line is there's no trial run for these new laws. They're in 19 states, and we're just starting to see how they're going to affect voters and American democracy. That's it for today's political briefing. I'm Zachary Wolf, and thanks so much for listening. If you want more of me and my political analysis, subscribe to the What Matters newsletter, where we try to connect the dots at a time of political, cultural, and economic upheaval. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you soon.